0: I was given a map. I was given many maps, in fact. I was told who made them and when. I was trained on how and when to use them. And I was informed of the power that they held and of the many things that I could do with them. All that was left was to find my way out there in the real world. This is Peace and Conflict Fundamentals. My name is Andrés Jiménez. Simply put, a paradigm Is the set of beliefs, ideas and understandings that give a particular explanation, a particular meaning of how the world works. So in a way, if you are a fish, a paradigm could be the fish tank where you live and the term mechanistic is a concept that actually has its origins back in the late 16th century thanks to the work of the French philosopher René Descartes, a figure that is widely considered as the father of modern philosophy. And Descartes is famous for promoting an understanding that considers false any belief that cannot be directly and irrefutably proven correct. And as a result, he famously argued for the need to search for truths that lie beyond all doubt and that are based on unquestionable foundations. This was a view that contributed in a profound way to the emerging scientific revolution that had started to take off with the work of Copernicus and that was continued by figures such as Galileo and Isaac Newton, a period in time that gave birth to what came to be called modern science and a development that was highly significant because it served a vital need during that period of time in European history, which was transitioning away from a world deeply attached and governed by myths and superstitions, where tales of evil spirits, curses, witches, and divine punishments played a major role in how many people lived their lives and gave meaning to the world around them. And the emergence of the mechanistic paradigm opened a space for an understanding of the world based on empirical experiences and where phenomena could be argued and explained through the rational mind. And the knowledge that was produced through this process was considered to be universal. It was scientific, which meant that it applied to all human beings around the world, regardless of their culture or context. However, with time we have come to learn about the profound problems and challenges with this particular paradigm. And at the center of this problem is its vision of the world as a machine that needs to be tamed and deciphered through the power of rational thinking. This led to an explosive search for finding ways of exploding both the natural world and its peoples in pursuit of the unending need to accumulate wealth and power. Now, we currently live in an age where there has been an ever-growing recognition and awareness of the lack of equilibrium in the world that we live in. A lack of equilibrium that this dominant paradigm is unable to address because this lack of equilibrium is actually built within the fabric of what it stands for. A core principle of the mechanistic paradigm is the Cartesian split. Following Rene Descartes' realization that mind and body must be understood and analyzed as separate elements, in other words that the intellectual and the material worlds are profoundly different and as such they need to be addressed separately. This proposition led to a view of the world where knowledge needed to be compartmentalized, knowledge needed to be divided into different and separate fields and so a dualistic view of the world was able to gain greater prominence Human beings were separated from the natural world Civilized peoples were different than those so-called savages and the intellect was separated from the body from the material. And so, thanks to this Cartesian split, you can work on an issue like human rights, for example. And you can, in fact, be a renowned expert or consultant that travels around the world lecturing and speaking about your work, which focuses on promoting the respect for basic human rights principles, while at the same time being an abusive partner or a negligent parent back at home. You can participate in security training and capacity building initiatives for police officers and military officials of a foreign country while at the same time continuing to ignore the human rights abuses perpetrated by the very same government that routinely employs its security forces to quell dissent among its own citizens. And within the mechanistic paradigm, these issues are seen as problems that can be solved once the appropriate policy has been developed. After all, if the world is a highly complex machine that can be understood and explained, then it is only a matter of having the sufficient amount of information and knowledge of how to properly interpret this information and so we have the emergence of experts and specialists which are the people that have been sufficiently and properly trained in order to know how to understand and properly interpret this information and their job as experts is to identify problems and to prescribe the appropriate solutions. And if, by some strange reason, the prescribed policies or approaches don't seem to produce predicted results, then they can either be labeled as an anomaly within the system, an anomaly that can be fixed. Once the necessary adjustments and modifications are made, to the plan that has been implemented, or the problem can be determined as resulting from the inadequate implementation by local actors of the grand strategy. And so, from counterinsurgency operations to foreign aid and community development, from peace building and conflict resolution, to poverty eradication campaigns and even business proposals or educational models all are pursuits that have been traditionally carried out through a mechanistic paradigm. And this is precisely how I was trained as a professional in the field of international relations and I felt comfortable for a while. I had certainty and a sense of control. I took careful note of the paths laid out by experts, academics, and famous entrepreneurs and philanthropists, their ideas and theories were backed by a careful collection of data and by the support of important and prestigious institutions as well as a good number of their peers. Any dispute, any challenge to these ideas and theories would have to be backed by a much more robust collection of data and information So, in reality all that was left to do was to focus on the proper implementation and to try to keep up with the latest theories produced by this paradigm but of course life is very much a mystery There are simply too many aspects of life, of the cosmos, that remain unknown and unreachable by our rational intellect. And it doesn't take long to begin to realize that the different maps and charts that one is given don't actually match the territory that they are supposed to describe and explain The contradictions, the anomalies are everywhere we look. Universal theories about development and nation building somehow completely break down when faced with countless local, national and international interests and power dynamics. Counterinsurgency manuals don't really seem to address the core grievances that motivate people to take up arms and to pursue alternative governance models. Business models fail to address externalities, exploitation, or sudden and unprecedented shocks and changes that Completely destabilize global economic markets. Peace somehow remains elusive even after a country has been declared peaceful or a conflict over. And even universally accepted educational curriculums that don't seem to match local needs and realities one doesn't really need to look very hard in order to find the gaps and the disconnect between what experts determine should be done and what local actors actually need and want. And one could argue that this is precisely the role of the experts. It is their job to find ways of bridging this gap. However, with time, I became increasingly convinced that the mechanistic paradigm was profoundly ill-equipped for this task. Because you're working within a mindset that doesn't really encourage you to explore from a position of uncertainty and humility, and that cannot imagine seeing the world from a profound sense of wonder and curiosity for local and context-specific adaptations and experiences. There is also no real recognition for our inability to measure and determine the exact impact of all of our actions in the world around us, and not to mention a recognition for the role played by the irrational, the energetic, and the spiritual forces or realms. And so, this paradigm, not only does it not prepare you to listen and to observe, but it also ignores and dismisses other ways of seeing and of giving meaning to the world. Maps are important, they are informative, and they help us to find some level of orientation in our lives, in our work, and in contexts that are completely foreign to us. But we must also recognize their profound limitations when trying to explain and understand an issue in a deeper way. Naturally I was intrigued. I was intrigued by some ideas that I was starting to come across about an alternative paradigm that challenged many of my most commonly held assumptions and conclusions. It would take time. To come to understand what an alternative paradigm could look like. But I was willing to begin the journey.